Are we still doing the intro? Yeah. It's been like 15 minutes of an intro. Ha, ha, ha. So Not I was taking really. Star Trek the motion I was picture. taking a dump today, and uh, I don't know. What Were you taking a dump? Was there corn? <laughs> We're in the Midwest. My um, uh, my middle child, my three year old, took uh-oh. a yes. nope, gigantic nope, nope, nope don't dump. care. Don't want to. It was amazing. Stop it. Shit. He's oh no! You understand? When you're a dad, th- when you become a parent, this will be like the best thing ever. Post a picture to Facebook and That's tag so him. Don't. Please don't. It's big. Do it. It's post awesome. a picture to Facebook Can and tag him. You post shit on Facebook. Everyone else does. Everyone else does. Ah, I already it's like if you go to Jason's Deli and the soft serve machine is broken and it's all over the place. Oh, you wanted him to do? Nope. I can do blood and guts all day. The moment you start talking about shit, I'm like, nope. Or comedy. Really? Or comedy. So no Cleveland steamers, eh? Wait, come makes you gag too. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't think about that before I said it. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for a fucking intro? <laughs> hey, are we going to see movies this weekend, or what are we doing? We can. <laughs> I kind of want to see that uh, I Chaos would... Walking one. Can we do it Sunday? I wouldn't mind yeah. doing a double feature. We can do a double feature Sunday. Are we seeing Chaos Raya and the Aquafina is a dragon? <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie. Have you you liked it? it? Did you pay 30 fucking dollars for oh, it? Oh, no, my brother-in-law did. Oh, that's no. good. I told my kids I'm not buying that again. I'm not paying for it again. Oh, after Mulan? They can walk across the street and watch it. Why are they making it so expensive? Like, to rent a normal movie is like yeah. 20 bucks. I don't know. It should give you access to like 10 movies. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, or pay premiere access and you get three free movies or, or three premiere movies. We still don't have an intro. I don't know. <laughs> what? You're not usually this picky, I feel like. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, okay. Well, I guess we have an intro then. I mean, you have Tyler gagging in the conversation about There's shit. There's a lot in there. That's true. Oh, okay. And then the cum comment. Please. I guess that works. I guess our show has started then. Yeah, nice. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> well, oh, shit. The producer's talking now. I'm not Tony. He's not Tyler. <laughs> oh, wow. And he's not either of us. That's true. So okay. that would make you, Tyler, you, Chris. I'm me. And me, Tony. Me, you John. Quiet, Big Tony. tree. One day so, I feel like we're going to do a whole episode and Chris is like, nah, I still, I still can't find an intro. <laughs> no, I still can't find an intro. We talked about Blade Trinity for 45 minutes. What the fuck are you talking about? I love that movie. You Blade Trinity is your favorite for one? For the record, I think we need to have an episode about movies that we grew up loving that don't hold up. Because I watched Blade the other day, and it's oh my great. god, that was a terrible movie. Blade 2 is not much better. Blade 2 was okay. Blade Trinity actually held up the most I disagree very, very I strongly. Said, I said for yeah. me... <laughs> Opinions are That's why like he likes assholes. to wear sunglasses because Wesley Snipes is asleep that whole movie. <laughs> yeah, but Jessica Beale was not unbelievable. Jessica Beale. Mm. That's was that the point where Ryan Reynolds was just playing Deadpool for the rest of his career? No, that's the point where the Deadpool in Origins Wolverine mm-hmm. was the character from Blade Trinity. You're right. Yeah. And then they showed, sewed his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, and then they sewed his mouth shut and implanted blades in his hands. How so. would he bend his arms? Um, I don't know. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you sounded like you had an answer for that. You're like, <laughs> I, I was nah, like, never mind. I'm going I'm to bullshit. Bail. Yeah. Bail. <laughs> wiping is my biggest question, but you know, whatever. Well, his claws well, aren't out they, all the time. They, detr- they retract. But if they go into, into his arms, he can't bend them, you would you would think. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how do Wolfie's claws know. work for that matter, because they're pretty... You wouldn't be able they're, to bend his hand. the length of his forearm. So they go all the way down to his forearm? Well, they may, like, retract into here, and then he can still bend then his he can wrist. Move. <laughs> yeah. Then he can still play badminton. Yes. Or masturbate. I hadn't thought of that. Could you imagine if you're angrily masturbating in your Wolverine? <laughs> He's allowed to do that. And it goes back. A, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> ah! Stabs himself in the thigh. Probably likes it that way. <laughs> Welcome to Popcorn Tribunal, where we talk about deadly injuries by superheroes. Mm-hmm. I'm An Tony. Angry masturbation with that's Tony Tyler. all the time. That's pretty. Why are Chris. you pointing? <laughs> no one know. can see you, Tony. I don't know. People can see me. That's all that matters. I over yonder, over there. You. That's Tyler. That's Tyler. Howdy, y'all. Just Howdy beyond. Ho. Howdy, ho. Just Merry beyond Christmas, the, everybody. The tree on the right. You smell like flowers. That's Tony angrily masturbating. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, today is Thursday, March 11th. Have you not so gotten any in a while? Let's talk a little like bit of He's the one who masturbation said it. reference you made. I didn't no, no, no. say I was. You I said Wolverine was angrily masturbating. It it's on your mind. It's like the Hulk. What if the Hulk Look, is masturbating and he gets angry? You're talking about masturbation. I was bragging about the, the tuna I made for dinner. Just saying. Or your no son's one brags poop. about tuna. It's yellowtail. Stop. Amazing. I'm a cook now. That way your son is... It looked like he cook. blackened it. Did you blacken it? Uh, I seared it. Seared? Okay. Seared and then put through it in the oven. Yes. Did you know Sears is closed? And Kmart. I didn't know Sears still existed at, at all. They don't. They closed. That's why I just said, did you know Sears is closed? Did the pandemic finally kill them or was it before then? I think it was pre-pandemic, believe it or not. No, I believe that. Hey, let's talk about cancel culture and comics. Comics. Cartoons. Classic cartoon characters. Yes. Pepe Le Pew. Someone has a uh, DVD collection of all of Pepe's cartoons and a stuffed animal, and they're going for like 100 bucks each on eBay right now, so I'm that? cleaning up. Do you up. know that someone? That's me, baby. Personally? That's me, baby. <laughs> Thank you, conservatives. No, keep, please cancel, cancel please continue to cancel <laughs> cartoon characters and freak out so I can keep making money. Well, here's the interesting piece about that, though. Oh, do tell. Is Democrats... Aren't the ones that canceled it. Exactly. Can I tell you what's actually going on and here? And it's the same thing with Dr. Seuss. Sure. Exactly. These weren't canceled by a specific political party or group no. of individuals. It no. was canceled. It's called a PR the, stunt. It was canceled by Warner Brothers, and it was canceled by the publication company. Well, let me just clarify. May I, may I? Peppy isn't canceled. He's he's not well. in Space Jam was, 2. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is Peppy was cut. And he Space may or Jam may 2. not be in future stuff moving forward. But if you still want to watch his cartoons on HBO Max, they're on there. That DVD's so, out of print right now because dipshits bought it up. But yeah. it will be back. In in the, the scene that got cut. Um, he so actually learns a, about consent. It was a scene that would have repeatedly spoofed Casablanca. So Pepe in the role of the bartender that flirts with the woman played by Grease Santo. As the scene that continues, sounds like a sex position, Pepe's it? advances turn aggressive. He kisses the arm of the woman without her consent, and she eventually gives him a hard slap. Pepe letter sa- later Do the says, voice is dead. Letters later says that Penelope Pussycat has filed a restraining order against him, leading LeBron James to reply that Pepe can't grab other tunes without their consent. See, I feel like they should have left that in. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, for the what's the word? I'm if you're gonna for? recontextualize a cartoon character like that, that's the way to do it. 
Yeah, but realistically, I mean, let's let's think about it, okay? Let's think about it from a culture standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. The character of Pepe Le Pew is essentially a stalker. No, he's a sex he's a sex offender that sexually assaults lady cats. That's yeah, every but he's cartoon. also a stalker because he's he chasing is. this cat. And mm-hmm. yes, hugging, locking her in rooms and hugging and kissing her and shit. Yeah. So realistically, this may or may not be the type of character that you want your children watching. As a parent, it makes sense to me. Sure. As a purist. Without children, to you, it's kind of like... But they're not getting rid of the old cartoons. If they don't make new ones, who gives a shit? They're not getting rid of the old ones. I don't disagree. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But when you're putting out a... Pepe Le Pew is also no one's favorite cartoon character. So, like, once that DVD that I got for five... It's got the most annoying kissing noises. All kissing noises are kind of gross if you're not the one making it. I mean, that's Um, true. This $5 bin DVD of all his cartoons I got, like, a decade ago is now going for hundreds of bucks on eBay, and I did not hesitate. I'm like, if I never watch another Pepe the Pew cartoon and that's fine. get 200 bucks, I ain't going to go yeah, play. that's fine. <laughs> How long have you had it up there? Uh, early this week when all this was blowing up, I looked through YouTube, or YouTube, geez, eBay out of curiosity. was like, holy shit, I need to get on this. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, so yeah. good luck with that. Let's Thank move you. on. Thank you. Um, uh, what? Oh, nothing. Good podcast. Mm, just the just the kind of people that, that bitch about this stuff. Hey, I said bitch. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, here's the thing. But there there was annoying. a there's a there's a guy that uh they posted a clip of a newscast up on TikTok that I was looking at today. And a reporter was um there was a group in New York City that was protesting the Dr. Seuss situation. They're and they were dressed up like Dr. Seuss characters. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. Who has the energy and or they're like, time? They're trying to cancel Dr. Seuss, and he's like, Well, actually the public company just pulled some of his older manuscripts that were literally depicting racist things. Sure. They're not canceling Dr. Dr. Seuss. They're just not publishing these books that no one ever buys anymore. Correct. And and he's like, well, well, and so he's like, did you buy this book? He's like, no. So then why are you protesting? So it's 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 very much what I like to refer to manufactured as rage. politics or manufactured sure. rage. Yeah. Where, oh, someone's being canceled, it must be the liberals, and so... Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, the potato hood shit. Yeah. They're labeled potato head, but you can still buy a Mr. and Mrs. Well, the funny, really thing, is, the funny thing is, is potatoes are... Is it... What's what's it called when they're both sexes? Potatoes so, are yeah, able androgynous. To, exactly. No, it's not androgynous. That's where you appear to be the other sex. Like... I, is it asexual? No. They're assigning gender to am, a goddamn potato. They're am, assigning gender to well, technically, something. as a plant, it still does have a gender. I mean, you get something like that. No, but but anyways, it's it's self pollinating basically. Oh, we're getting we're it's getting like into a hermaphrodite that. able to fuck themselves. There it is. Yeah. Oh, like Tucker Carlson. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Right. Um, he wasn't so, ready. No, so I mean, potatoes don't himself. have a gender anyways. So naming a potato head instead of Mr. or Mrs. Potato Technically, head. both of the potato heads have a big old slit at the bottom. So Correct. they're both girls. Correct. I mean, use your ener- life's short. Use your energy to something that actually fucking matters. Like a movie Unless podcast. You're gonna, well, not, <laughs> well. But if you want to keep canceling old cartoons, keep doing that and keep like, putting money in my pocket, please. Yeah, just let Tyler know ahead of time so he can pre-post yeah, the eBay. Yes. Speedy Gonzalez is next. I got a DVD they all tried ready to, to cancel go. Speedy. All Did ready you see to that? go. Yeah. And uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel Iglesias yeah. posted on Twitter. He's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah. He's a Mexican mouse. Motherfucker. <laughs> Moused by a Mexican. Are you, 
If it was still voiced by a white dude, then maybe that would yeah, be racist. But Gabriel Iglesias is fucking Mexican. And yeah, I don't know. And uh, Fred Armisen voiced him before that. Did he? God, he's one stuff. of those people. The new stuff. I find him hilarious sometimes. Other times I just Armisen? can't take it. Yeah, Portlandia. He, he has moments where Portlandia he's Portlandia is brilliant. I yeah, Portlandia don't was like it. Great. And I want to. I want to like it. You haven't seen The Pullout King? Jesus Christ. It's so good. <laughs> There's so many jokes there, and I'm just not going to touch it. They lost me with the pickling thing because it was always playing on Netflix whenever I'd scroll by, and I got so tired of it that it turned me off. So you guys remember... Turned dun, off by dun, pickling. Dun, 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 dun. Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat! Hey. Right? The old song has just announced that the new Mortal Kombat movie, which, by the way, is supposed to be surprisingly good... Based on what? Um... Includes the original techno theme song made by so the did the PG thirteen movie nobody former liked. Mormons what? No, I didn't know that. What the Utah Saints or whatever they're called? What was that like their theme song? Yeah, how about that for the Mortal Kombat movie that uh, had the really bad CGI oh, dude with God, six arms? That's right. Which one was that? Annihilation or the original one? The original one. Wasn't they're there, both bad. There was a guy in that movie. He was dying the whole movie, wasn't he? Yes. Christopher Lambert? Yes, that's the guy. Yes. <laughs> uh, but that will be a part of the new Mortal Kombat movie, which is Wow. Cool. Maybe. I might. That's really pretty much the only good thing to come out of the original Mortal Kombat movie was the Um. So, let's see. Today's the 11th. Tis. In five days... But the Snyder Cut comes out. That was the 18th. Yeah, is it the 18th? I oh, thought it was. Can we 16th. talk about that? Did you hear it got leaked early? I, so it got leaked early. Ish. No one got the full version. I got of it. it. Have you watched Tom and Jerry at a specific time on Monday? Yeah. You got an hour of the Snyder Cut. Yes, which is one fourth of the movie. Correct. Yeah. Um, and apparently they were going to release it in four one-hour segments, but now they're just releasing the whole. Well, they've gone thing. back and forth if it's a miniseries or a movie. So I guess they landed on movie. I don't know. But it will never have a theatrical release. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah. See, I wondered about that. Warner I thought they Brothers were gonna... just announced that there's... Well, because didn't he... Like, if you watch all the trailers and stuff, it's, like, formatted for IMAX. So, yeah. like, is it going to theaters? Yeah, but Warner Brothers so just said not. there are no plans to release... Well, here's here's my thoughts on that. I believe HBO Max, which is a division... Or Warner Brothers, a division of them, or their division of Warner Brothers, something like that, was the were the, were the ones that pushed it so they could get subscribers up. But like Warner Brothers wants to distance themselves from it because they don't want to do a part two. They don't want to put him back in charge of the universe or anything, unless it does like really well. Well, they've already he already said he's not going to do another one, but he still left the cliffhanger in. I don't think he left a cliffhanger. I, I thought I read No, no, we haven't seen it yet, so we well, don't know. Well, next time or soon, we're going to do a deep dive into the DCEU. Yeah, and then next week. after that, I guess it'll be out and we can watch it. But I guess the, the, the point that, um, like, he didn't take pay. I didn't know this. Um, for his his cut. Because he then couldn't be holden to anyone for the for what he was going to do in the movie. So he was holden? able to just. Yeah, to be holden. Beholden my dickie. B-E-H-O. Jesus Christ. So anyways, he, that way he had full control and no one could say, well, we're paying you, so you have to listen to what we're saying. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit more about cancel culture, but let's leave the politics out of it. So Marvel Studios is reportedly developing an X-Men movie. What politics? Titled The Mutants instead of X-Men. Because they're straying away from the men of X-Men. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Even a little bit. 
Well, you may not care, but there are some people that do care. That's the problem with this world, my boy. So thank you, thanks to Walt Disney's acquisition of 20th Century Fox in 2019, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, otherwise known as the MCU, yes. gained access to the wealth of characters and storylines that come with the X-Men, and there are a lot, Correct. including Deadpool, Movie, um, Cyclops, Professor X, right. Beast, yep. Nightcrawler. <clears throat> So, with that acquisition, um, fans have been left wondering when the mutants will join the universe. Jean Grey. Jesus Christ. Kitty Pride, <laughs> Quicksilver, which they kind of already did. Are you good? I can go, I can go longer. I'm sure you can. Um, so, evidently, the Eternals will set up the storyline of a mutant gene, which will then transition. Jean well, they do in Dark Phoenix a third fucking time. <laughs> which will then transition into Gene, as in genetics, not Gene, as in Gene Grey. Um, You're awful cheeky this this evening, I'm my cheeky. boy. You're the one that's making horrible, horrible jokes. This is your first um, time doing this, but this is, this is the norm. Marvel Studios has started development on the reboot. Uh-huh. Kevin Feige is producing the project as usual. What? And it's expected that it's being developed as a feature film. Sure. Um, no plot details, writers, directors, or cast members at the time. Wow. But the tentative title is The Mutants. What else do you have for me? So there's a, a documentary coming out for like documentary. the original movie Candyman. Nuh-uh. For like yes. a bonus feature? What, what is so it for? A new documentary set to be released this well. spring seeks to explain the origins and impact of the Candyman horror movie franchise. It's based on a short story by Clive Barker. Love that dude. Yeah. And um, had clearly Tony Todd as the titular hook-handed fiend. Um, Look at you. I know, right? <laughs> I can read. <laughs> Gene Shallot over here. So um, it's called The Complete History of Candyman. Um, and it's, it basically dissects how Candyman's themes of racial strife mm-hmm. operate within a genre that is a long and complicated relationship with black artists and audience. For sure, for sure. So it's kind of cool because... That's kind of the reason why Jordan Peele took over the project, right. or wanted to produce the project. Well, he's kind of the modern-day version of doing that kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then Nia DaCosta is directing... Uh, Dakota this... Fanning. What? Jamie Costa? That had nothing to... What? What did you say? Did you know Jordan Peele wrote the new Candyman? I thought he was just producing not... it. That's all. That's what I thought. Yeah. I didn't know he wrote it. Hmm. That makes sense. A dude likes to, likes to write. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I'm super stoked about the new Candyman. Will they go back into the mythos and kind of what would inspired all that? Because I, th- it's I, Jordan I find Peele, that and he's usually pretty good about backstory. True. So, um, like Unless with it's us, us and not oh. us. Which one was Get yeah? Out. When he told the backstory of the ballerina and things at the very end. As much as I love that movie, and I love that movie, the if you try to pick apart the logic of the world building, doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense. Without that underground society works. Okay. Well, but it's I'm, more I'm metaphorical stoked, and about emotional. Yeah. So it's I mean, fine. we talked about it in the couples episode, and Candyman is mm. it's one of the few horror movies that I just fucking love. I know you yeah. do. Yeah. It's a, it's a good one. We need to rewatch that because it's been a long time for me. Yeah. Absolutely. So Olivia Wilde has a new project. Um, she doing cocaine bear? Is it? T- it's called Don't Worry, Darling. Oh. Oh, Elizabeth Banks is doing cocaine bear, Stars. which we need to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Someone someone posted on Twitter that they will, um, what was it? Um, they will donate $10 million to charity if they cast 
Uh, Gary Busey as no, the cocaine bear. John um, Step Brothers, the guy from Step Brothers. John C. Riley. John C. Riley as oh, the yeah. cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, Would it be a singing, dollars. talking yeah. cocaine bear? <laughs> yeah, I, I love funny. it. <laughs> but um, so Olivia like Wilde shared a picture of Florence Pugh on the set of um, Don't Worry, Darling. So, oh, I didn't know she was involved. Yeah. So basically, um, what's that about? A choo-choo train. Yes, a choo-choo train. Fascinating. So, first of all, Florence Pugh will be taking over as Black Widow. For that kind of role, is a different future. character. No, it's her, it will be taking over the role of Black Widow. The mantle. Right, but it, it's kind of like how Shiri's going to take over Black Panther. Okay, um, I'm right. So why are you booing me? Don't worry, <laughs> I didn't boo you. Don't worry, darling. Stars Florence Pugh as Alice, a 1950s housewife who uncovers a secret involving Ooh. her husband and a strange cult-like figure. Groovy. Chris Pine plays the cult figure. <laughs> while Olivia Wilde. He's Wilde's, too charming to be a cult. Olivia figure. Wilde's new boyfriend, Harry Styles, plays Jack. No fucking way. Is that who she's dating? So here's the What's thing. What's the age difference? Between Harry, well, think of Florence Pugh and Zach Braff. Oh, I like the in, I like the inverse. Yeah, that's rare. Good for her. Um, so poor, Al- Jay, poor said Harry Golden Styles Globe actually replaces Shia LaBeouf mid production. Good choice. <laughs> <clears throat> so um, it was a move initially credited to a scheduling conflict, but clearly was bullshit. Not. Yeah, um, Gemma Chan and Kiki Lane are all also in it. Um, there were a couple coronavirus cases on set, which delayed Gasp. filming. But it wrapped production in fr- in February, and it looks to be set uh, for release later this year. In so, theaters, yeah, or which fucking streaming service? Uh, they haven't announced a streaming a streaming plan yet. So, but um, so the original premise was formulated on the set of Booksmart and Love was it. originally tied to the Times Up movement. Um, Very so cool. the context hasn't been said to be removed or kept in the movie yet, but we'll see. So it'll be kind of a promising young woman-esque parable? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, pretty much. Anything else news-wise that you want to talk about? Because that's all Other I've than got. Cocaine Bear, but we kind of touched upon that. <laughs> so did Elizabeth Banks Production Company option that? or I have no fucking clue. I just remember scrolling through and was like, I would see a movie called Cocaine Bear. About a bear that gets into cocaine? Yeah, so 70, gr- 70 grams of cocaine, I think. That's a lot of cocaine. And, no, uh, no, it was like pounds, not was grams. It, it was a pounds? lot. Yeah, it's a lot pounds. of cocaine. Jesus, how so did I, it not kill it? That's crazy. We don't know how it ends. And the bear, by the way, is not a hairy gay man. It is an actual bear. If that happened, it would. St- I would still really want to see it. I would still it. really want to see it. <laughs> just does a, a bear does a lot of cocaine at the gay nightclub, and we just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So yeah, but that that'll be an, that's an interesting premise. I want it to be like a, a John C. Riley version of Wilfred. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! So it's not a real cocaine bear; it's a cocaine bear. You know, yeah, Wilfred, Wilfred was fucking brilliant. Yes, it was. I loved that Both show. Times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk right. a little bit about what we're really here to talk about. Tonight. What are we really so, here talking about? Um, we're in the middle of award season. The Golden Globes were super whitewashed. Um, <laughs> The Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Well, they they were whitewashed, but like, is pretty whitewashed. Daniel, what's his face from Judas one? Yeah. Daniel Chadwick one. Yeah, but the the whole theme behind it was that there were no people of color making the ultimate decisions. Correct. And then you look at the Screen Actors Guild Awards, and it's all sorts of colors, all sorts of genders. And, They're not sagging there, and it's voted on by <laughs> SAG members, which is fantastic. And. Uh. 
So we decided to watch a few movies and have a conversation about. Can I say we just like I think Judas and the Black Messiah goes off HBO Max tomorrow. Yeah. So I fucking looked out Did you? when yeah. I watched it. So we watched One Night in Miami, yes. Judas and the Black Messiah, and yes. then Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yes, on three different streaming platforms. Yeah, at the yeah. same time. Oh. Same Made time. by three people <laughs> of color. Yes. Starring people of color. Yes. A, a ton of awards buzz for these three films. Let's start with One Night in Miami. So first of all, mm-hmm. Regina King has a... One of two movies based on a play. Yeah. If so, you can believe that. Everyone knows Regina King as an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, from the hit film Cinderella Story. She's fantastic. She Yeah, from the hit film Cinderella Story. Sure. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised with the vision... That she had for One Night in Miami. It's hard to adapt a play and make it visually interesting. And it was, 100%. It's a gorgeous looking movie. Handheld shots that were fantastic, some great rule of thirds, migration. uh, Now, they had to to manufacture a little bit of that. Like, let's go to this other place and leave the other two characters and get a beer or something, and then we will come back to the same room. But it worked. Or, like, let's all go up to the roof, and now we're going back down to the room. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's all part of the play. Yeah, and it works. You know, so, um, well, the concept behind One Night in Miami, for those of you that haven't seen it, is um, Cassius Clay, mm-hmm. um, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Sam Cooke, mm-hmm. and Jim Brown, mm-hmm. after Muhammad Ali wins a fight. I don't remember who he's fighting. But before he, like, goes by Muhammad Ali. But before, yeah, he's still Cassius Clay. Um, they all basically celebrated this this fight in a hotel room. And this didn't really happen, but it's like, what if we got these four icons in one room? No, I, I'm pretty sure. I thought sure it didn't happen. I'm pretty sure it well, did happen. Well, fuck. Because there's actual photos. Because remember when they're taking pictures? Those pictures were... I, I hate to I be wrong. I listened to an interview with Leslie Odom Jr., who played Sam Cooke brilliantly. And that he, he did. mentioned that it did actually happen. So All right, I might have... My bad, dude. Well, just, you know, hold but the, on. So the cast was brilliant, right? So you had... It is a fictional account of the real night of February 25th, so... Well, now I have no idea. What the fuck does that mean? Did it happen or did it not happen? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. Why are you even listening to this? Okay, well, anyways, so <laughs> Malcolm X is played by the least... The second least known actor in the movie, Kingsley Benadare, and I thought he was... Blows brilliant. Denzel out of the fucking water. Yeah. Uh, you know him from right, When Peaky he takes Blinders. his glasses off and he's yeah. just in a suit, he looks like Obama. Yeah, for sure. He looks a hell of yeah, a lot like Obama. <laughs> um, but he's been in Peaky Blinders, The mm-hmm. OA, and King Arthur, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure he's actually Guy Ritchie King Arthur? Yeah. He played, he played the stick. No, the wet nothing, stick. Nothing. I have no idea what the fuck yeah. that is. I don't remember a damn thing about that movie, and it's not his fault. Yeah, no. Um, but then the guy who played Cassius Clay, who I thought was, it was interesting to me because I felt like he was playing Will Smith, playing Muhammad Ali. I thought he was way better than Will Smith. But now that you mention it, damn. Some of the vocal <laughs> undertones felt very Will Smith. If he had rapped over the credits, then we know where his <laughs> inspiration would have come from. But he has only done series. So he was mm-hmm. in Riverdale, and then he mm-hmm. was in The 100 on Netflix. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but then you have Leslie Odom Jr., who was in Murder on the Orient Express, Red Tails, and Hamilton, right? Most yes. well known for Hamilton. Yes. Um, and then Aldous Hodge, who's in Straight Out of Compton, Die Hard great with a Vengeance. Ter- great, as a kid, probably. Yeah, he's playing Hawkman in the new Black Adam movie. 
Oh my god! I think in a previous episode we forgot we didn't know who this guy was. Yeah, no, but now I'm sorry, now that I dude. Look at his resume. You're so good in yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. He was probably much younger in Die Hard with a Vengeance for sure. Now he would have had to been a kid then. Yeah, but then the guy who played Kareem X, which I don't is is that is that Malcolm X's brother or is it just another member of the? I believe it's his brother, but I okay. also don't know what I'm talking about. But he played pretty much the bodyguard, but it's Lance Reddick. Who we all know from all the John Wick movies, yep. and he's a voice actor in every video game. He's fantastic. He was in The Wire. His he voice plays is a very specific type of role, but he's always very good in it. Yeah, for sure. He um he plays a a uh, a video game that I play, and he he's a character in that. And what game? A Destiny. I've heard of that. Yeah, and he and he uh, never played it. He so the original Destiny had Nathan Fillion, or not Nathan Fillion. I'm sorry, had um. Nathan Drake. God, who's the dwarf from Game of Thrones? Peter Dinklage. Yes, had Peter Dinklage as one of the characters. You have a little thing for him, don't you? Had Nathan Fillion. God damn it. I can't believe you just fucking said that. <laughs> Nathan Fillion was in it. Straight and, um, and then when the second one came out, they got rid of all the really famous voice actors. But they Why? kept Lance Reddick. Just cheaper. Those bastards. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I thought it was like, oh, we're going to actually hire yeah. some voice actors. Like, no, this is just So cheaper. the cast was fantastic. I, I, I really loved the cast. Um, mm-hmm. For me, the, the, the one kind of muted but shining star was the girl who played Malcolm X's wife. That's a lot of heavy lifting. For she had small some very part. emotional mm-hmm. scenes, and she she was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I never realized, like, she was very young, and Malcolm X died shortly after this. I don't yes. know how old he was when he died, mm-hmm. but if he died shortly after this, he would have been he fairly young. He wasn't that yeah. yeah old when he died. Can I also just say, like, compared to what you, like, think about these icons, like, they're way more nuanced. Like, this Malcolm X, you're like... Always, always stern, bad motherfucker. Yeah. Always giving impassioned no, speeches and stuff. Movie. But I'm like, he laughs and yeah. jokes and you buy it and it works. It's a very <laughs> layered performance and I really appreciate it. The best part about this movie was Cassius Clay is consistently fighting back and forth between converting or not. Or yes. coming out publicly and yes. converting. And you have Sam Cooke and... Um, Jim Brown, who are constantly trying to get him to drink. <laughs> you haven't converted yet. <laughs> Have another drink. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Or, you know, there's going to be plenty of beautiful women around. Don't convert yet. It was, <laughs> so it was pretty funny. They're like, we're going to get you laid and get you drunk, and then you can convert. And I will say this, piggybacking off of that. When I saw this in theaters a month or two ago with some people, like, there were laughs. Like, people were laughing throughout the there whole were, thing. Yeah, there and, were light moments, for sure. And it wasn't for the Cassius sake... Cassius Clay himself was very funny in Absolutely. And it yeah. wasn't for the sake of having light moments. I'm sorry, Chris. It wasn't for the sake of having yeah. light moments. It was... It was like character based. It's like yeah. this is what this person would yeah. say, and it's funny, and it's a funny observation, or it's yeah. a funny interaction. The, the you know, worst when Jim Brown said that he was in a western, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's funny." Um, but it was beautiful. It was a beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the The scene on the roof was really well lit, really well shot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it had a nice yellow and orange kind of warm feeling throughout the movie. So, and I will say just because. Uh, and we're going to talk about this later after we have our initial discussion about stuff we watch. But I saw um, Land, directed by Robin Wright, right. yesterday. And I think One Night in Miami is the kind of debut feature you really want to direct rather than that. Because it's about – Land is a bunch of 
Shots of nature and acting and feeling Was it miserable. Was like a documentary with acting intermingled? I wouldn't call it that. That's giving it too much credit. And we'll talk about okay. this. But this was a this was a nice character piece where she gets like it's not like hugely technical or lots of sweeping cinematography. It's like really intimate character stuff that gotcha. she probably really would have enjoyed so it was like directing. Now, yeah, just twenty twenty one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm saying if you're an act actress or actor transitioning to directing right. i think doing a character piece is a good first step because you already know the minutia of acting and how to communicate Especially with you're actors. playing the role yeah yeah and i like that she's not in it either yeah that's the thing she could f- focus completely on directing and it's not an ego project so here's the problem sure i don't know if i liked the movie <laughs> What a twist ending! I know, but I mean, like, I like wow. everything about it. But, but what's I, the what's holding you back? I it's one of those. I have a really weird thing. I gotta. I, I was thinking about how I want to say this on the way here because like, sure, sure, sure. I could say it and it would sound very insensitive, right? I I want to get there. to a place in Hollywood mm-hmm. where a black actor just plays an actor. What do you mean? Everything that we see with a black actor seems to be about a conflict, or with an actor of color, seems to be about a conflict and a cultural conflict of some sort, right? So Judas and the Black Messiah is not going to be a good transition movie to talk about. No, but I loved Judas and the Black Messiah, but I loved it because I went into it knowing what I was going to see, right? And But all three of these movies kind of gave me that feeling again where it's like, I want to see a human torch that's black. And you did. I, no, I know. But that's the <laughs> point. But the fact is, it doesn't matter that it's a black actor that plays. Agreed. It's just an actor. Sure. And and so I can't wait till we get to a place where that's all that matters. Where it's not, oh my God, they cast a black little mermaid. Who mm-hmm. fucking cares? Agreed. Is that's, she right for the role? Yeah. Sure. And so and so but that's not why I didn't like One Night in Miami. And okay. I didn't not like it. I just I'm very indifferent about it. It felt it felt like a play. And that's also what we're going to talk about with another one of these and movies. A, and that's a, a problem. For it. There's yeah. a reason for it. Because I wanted to go see a major motion picture or sure. a movie, right? Sure. Visually, I thought Regina King did an amazing job. For adapting a play, which is hard, yeah. I think she did a really good job. But did she do the writing or did she just direct it? No, I mean, it's, it's adapted from a play. Right. She adapted it. I don't know. But, I mean, the original play, she didn't Because it write. felt to me like a play that was filmed. But not, not exactly quite, what not it quite is. Hamilton, right? <laughs> no, but, like, there is something to Hamilton, right? Versus, yeah. like, fucking cats. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're, like, it's actually impressive. It's, like, I can't be there because this thing's a phenomenon and I can't yeah. afford to, to, to see it. But this is as close as I'm going to get. I'm... Yeah. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel when I watched Hamilton about, like, can we just make this a movie and you just want the cheapest route? But I'm like, but no, because the there's something it's about seeing gonna, it on stage, right? right? And it's not going to fit to see 19 or 18, 1887 with rapping. You no, know, it's going to be Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, exactly, but like the inverse. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I didn't not like One Night in Miami. I definitely sure. think it's. it's I think a it's watch. my favorite it's, it's of the three we're going to talk movie. about. But I I understand that opinion. Like it's a one and done. Like I'm glad I saw yeah. that. I'm never going to watch. Well, it Judas again. and the Black Messiah is my favorite, and I understand yeah. that too. And we'll. Have, I think technically that one looks the best. And I, I disagree. I think best. One Night in Miami looked the best. But I'll tell you why when we okay. get done. But let's sure. you tell us. Give us your thoughts about One Night in Miami. I mean, I kind of already talked yeah. touched upon everything. Anything I'm trying didn't... to think of anything I haven't touched upon. Um, 
it's probably all going to get cut. This isn't <laughs> interesting. No, it's okay. I mean, okay. if you don't have anything immediate, we can move like on. Like I it's- said, like it's a very good adaptation of a play. But here's the thing. When I saw it, I didn't know it was a play. And as I sat there, and it was like, something feels off. Yeah. This doesn't flow like a regular movie. And it's yeah. not like a, my dinner with Andre where every decision to make it just a bunch of conversation yeah. is deliberate. It feels like something's off. Something's holding it yeah. back. And then when a First, first couple of credits come up based on a play by, and I'm like, there it is. <laughs> so, so first movies out of the out of the box. Sure. Regina King, One Night in Miami, Olivia Wilde, Booksmart. Which one was better? I don't know why you're trying to compare those two movies. Can you help me out? I'm just I not referring to the tone of the movie. I'm referring to the directorial debuts. I mean, Booksmart by far because I I know she didn't write that, but it was an original piece. And it Again, definitely you're looking at the tone of the movie. I'm talking about from a direction standpoint. I just think there was more to do with yeah. Book Smart. And yeah. I mean, and we and like Book Smart was one of our favorite movies of 2019. Very, so. very one of my favorite comedies yeah. from the last decade or two, honestly. Yeah. Or and I can remember specific scenes that are gorgeous in that movie, yeah. like when she dives into the pool. Or when they have that whole dance scene when she's imagining what it's going to be like with that guy. Like, there's a ton of great shit the, in that movie. Or the stop motion animation that you missed because you were in the bathroom. Yeah, I had yes. to watch it later on the Blu-ray. But I, we, we, saw, we saw a morning screening, and I really had to take my morning BM. And I'm like, I've seen yeah. most of this in the trailer. I'm, I'm going to be okay. Thank for you for sharing minutes. that. So, but here's the thing, right? So I did not expect what we got from Regina King. What do you mean? I didn't expect. I never thought of Regina King as a visual artist. Okay. There's a physical acting, and then there's a visual art. So how does that – I guess how does that compare to Olivia Wilde since you brought that up? Olivia Wilde, I've seen in interviews and, and discussing things, and, and she's – I don't know. I just felt more of a creative vibe from her and mm-hmm. all of her stuff. Where Regina King – and this may be back to what I'm talking about with black actors – when there, she was in a very specific part. You know, she was married to Martin Lawrence in three fucking mm. Bad Boys movies. You know, and things like Oof. that. She played a very specific role up to this point. Mm-hmm. So you put her in the position of a director, and all of a sudden you're like, "Holy shit, she's a fucking artist!" Because I she mean, that, that was a brilliant sure. piece of art from a visual standpoint. I thought she did. I a think great so, job. and I think honestly, like I know you're focused on the technical, and I think that's an achievement too. But I think. The performances she was able to get out of these these four leads, right? Yeah. Are and when incredible. two of them are literal almost unknowns. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And and like the interactions and the chemistry and everything. And yeah. I think that's what's so impressive about it. And when we talk about land later, this is gonna be a big point of comparison. Yeah. Is that like don't make it an ego project if you're gonna make your debut. Olivia Wilde didn't do this either. Make it a character piece. Yeah. Because that's something you can already tap into as an actor. It's like, how can I get a performance out of myself? How can and the I get one a thing that Olivia Wilde and Regina King did performers. were they got the right performers mm-hmm. and they got the performance from them. And they're both like, I mean, Booksmart a little less, but they're both intimate pieces about only a select few characters yeah, yeah, and yeah. their relationships. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's move on. Sure. Um, so One Night in Miami, mm-hmm. I think for me it's a definite watch it, people. Watch sure. it. Um, uh, Four see. or Where's five out of five, depending is, is on, it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. <clears throat> so, Judas and the Black Messiah. Sure. Uh, produced by Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. directed or screenplay written by Shaka King, who also mm-hmm. produced it and directed and directed. Um, starring, <laughs> there are not like children in the basement or anything. Chris couldn't get a sitter tonight. Starring. <laughs> 
Mom, where are you? Starring Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> Shut um, the fuck up! Daniel Kaluuya plays no. <laughs> Fred Hampton, one of the early founders of the move, the Black mm-hmm. Panther movement. Oh, real quick, and I know this is like the obvious factoid that everyone's going to point out. Three Get Out actors in this. Yes. And they're all great. And I was yes. really happy. Like, when the third one popped up, I'm you're like, hey, you're Lil in Rel. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Motherfucking TSA. Lakeith <laughs> Stanfield plays Bill O'Neill, who was the mm-hmm. FBI informant buried in the Black Panther movement. Mm-hmm. Lil Rel. And then Martin Sheen was actually in it as well. And, um, oh, he's in everything. Jesse Plemons is in yeah. everything. But he's also really damn good. So I really liked Judas and the Black Messiah. I did, too. It was probably my favorite of the three. Um it showed a lot of history about the Black Panther movement that I was unaware of. Mm-hmm. But and very yet again no another bullshit. yet again another fucking movie with Lakeith Stanfield where he's fucking brilliant. He's, he's and this he's is a what genius, I'm talking dude. about. Like he's a genius. He is a master. Like like everything that I've seen him in, mm-hmm. he elevated the movie to a different level. Correct. Agreed. Yeah. And, and and did you see Sorry to Bother You? Yes. Speaking of which, yeah, we watched it together. What a fucking movie. Dude, absolutely. The Army Hammer. I feel like if I rewatch that now, I'd be like, this takes you, on a different can you, context. Can you do white voice? Um, but yeah. Like, so, does Army Hammer eat the horses when he's oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, so, but Lakeith Stanfield, to me, was the brilliant piece of the movie. And, and mm-hmm. he's not to not, discount any of the other performances. No, no, no. Daniel but he's Kalu, a, Kali, he's Kalu, a standout. Kaluuya. Um, a little Kaluuya. He won. You know, so but Lakeith isn't even nominated, in, and Which to is me, that's kind of a travesty because I thought Agreed. he was brilliant, mm-hmm. um, as he is in every movie. He played nervous and agitated so conflicted. well, conflicted, yeah, and morally guy, conflicted. And who it was comes the guy off. who played mm-hmm. the FBI agent, his handler, Jesse Plemons? Yeah, he just signed to take over a for role. Leo on yeah, Martin Scorsese's next yeah. movie because he's brilliant. Because he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So that I'm glad that my dude's getting work. Have you seen Game Night? Yes. He's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would Tostinos fantastic. have to gain from such a promotion? I don't like a lot of things that Jason Bateman is in, but that movie was fantastic. Even Arrested Development? I haven't watched it. No. I have a soft spot for Horrible Bosses, both of them. Yeah, no, no, no. The Horrible Bosses movies were great, but that was Charlie that did it for me. I think Jason's good in it. Or both of the Jasons, actually. Yeah, both of the Jasons. <laughs> and Chris Pine's hilarious in the second one. Very underrated. So Judas and the Black Messiah, though, mm-hmm. the story of Fred Hampton is, it's not a happy story. It's its a tragedy for sure. Um, and It's a very well-named movie, we'll put it that way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, I mean, clearly Lakeith is the Judas, and mm-hmm. Fred Hampton is the, yes, we, the Black Messiah. For sure. For sure. Um, but man, the racial undertones of that movie. Were I just wanted Lakeith to so say, heavy. "Sorry, I ruined your black Panther party." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was uh, it was intense at times. Mm-hmm. It was emotional at times. Visceral, I think, is the word. Like some of those yeah. gunshots, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, holy shit! Yeah, and then the raid. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh damn, oh no! It is an unflinching. They don't sugarcoat anything. No, no, no. Huh. Look at this, and I wish more biopics were like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Is it biopic or biopic? I've heard both. I think biopic has something to do with vision, doesn't it? Bioptic. Biodome right. is a film with Polly Shore. Did Polly you mean Shore that? and Stephen Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With a cameo by Tenacious <laughs> T. What a film. <laughs> um, so that's my thoughts on, on Judas and the Black Messiah. I think it's um I think it's a movie that people should see. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think it it fits the mold of what I was talking about well, earlier. They have to see it in theaters now because it, it tells a story of you know mm-hmm. a movement in the black culture that's important to tell. And if you've heard of the Black Panther Party, this takes a completely different yeah. look and perspective on it. And it's the early days of the Black mm-hmm. Panther movement for mm-hmm. sure. So. Um, yeah, but if brilliant I had, performances across the board. If I had one complaint about something that's a little too, well, that's a little obvious. It's Martin Sheen being like, would you let your daughter date a Negro? And I'm like, I see what you're doing. We could have probably done without this. I get he's a bastard. Is but he Is he bald? Or did he... I don't know if he just aged horribly since The Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man, or if that's some really good makeup. Yeah. <laughs> a little yeah. bit of both. <laughs> um... But th- what was the scene? Oh, that was in One Night in Miami. Which one? The scene with um, it was one of the was it one of the Bridges or the Daniels, where they're sitting on the front porch. He's talking to Jim Brown, and he's like, "Oh, it's so oh, good to that see you." Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "I need to move some furniture," and he offers to help him. He's like, "I don't let a colored yes. man in my house." That's not what he said. I'm Foghorn Leghorn, son. I yeah, but <laughs> that that for me, I think, was the most poignant part of that movie. Interesting. It it it's the one part that kind of felt like oh damn, and I I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that scene is that version of that scene done poorly. I for me at least is Martin Sheen being like mm-hmm. grilling Jesse Plemons. I'm like we get it. Yeah, they're yeah. racist sticks. We get it. Yeah, we for don't sure. we don't need this. I'd rather spend time with the Black Panther Party. Yeah. Then, then the, but that was that was Jim Brown after he'd had this brilliant season mm-hmm. running for eighteen hundred and sixty four yards, yeah. untouchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guys praising him and praising him and giving him lemonade and inviting talking him about what good friends the they porch. are. Yeah, yeah, and then he's yeah. like, no. And then he won't let him into his fucking house. And then he drops an end bomb and says they're yep. not allowed in the house. Yep. And it's just like, damn, ouch. And so that kind of set the whole tone for. It was all the buildup, right? Yeah. And it did. It, it stabs you like a knife when it happens. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, fuck. It doesn't matter what level of success they get. They're still going to be that to them. And yeah. It fucking sucks. The weak part for me in Judas and the Black Messiah was the girl um, who uh, I did not like her. I feel I feel bad. And maybe there was I need to watch it again. There's a better point to it. But I feel like you could have cut that whole bit out. Yeah. And we could have focused on. Well, so the 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 child carrying on the movement later on after it was sure. born. Sure, sure, sure. was definitely a part, but I didn't like the but, actor. Yeah, I didn't like the choice eh, of the actor. Was, was, again, I hate to use this word, but the rest of the movie's so good and nuanced that that just felt so obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same with that it, in the Martin like Sheen a, scene. It was the sore thumb on the, the brilliant hand, for Correct. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely elegant way of putting it. Yeah. What you hearing, sport? Are you hearing that, or is that just me? Is it children? I'm hearing a fuzz. It must just be me. Um, you have a fuzzy? Yes, <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> make special blades for that. So you said you had some things to talk about. Was it just the Martin Sheen thing? or No, I mean, I think our two complaints are the only complaints I, yeah. I have for the movie. And I think you're waiting for Lakeith to be redeemed, and it just doesn't fucking come. And no. then it just and he's slaps still, you in the he's face still at, scared the end. at the end, too. I mean, he's... He commits suicide after his one interview no, on PBS. Did. Did he commit suicide mm-hmm. after the interview? Yeah, there was a bunch of texts that was talking about what happened Because they said he was still after. an informant for years. Yeah, and, and then, then he did one interview in the 89 or 90 and, and aired on Martin Luther King Day. And the day he, after yeah, he so shot the, himself. The interview was basically, they said, oh, you know, we'll keep your identity a secret. And they and, didn't do it. And, and he No, and then he said, well, why would I want to keep my identity oh. a secret? 
Okay, I missed that. Yeah, and then that. So to me, I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't catch the point about him committing suicide, but that would make mm-hmm. sense if he didn't want to keep his identity. Well, because in the interview, he's like, "I did what I had to do. History will yeah show I did what I had to do." And then he offed himself the day after, and it's like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Good movie. Definitely one mm-hmm. um, that you should watch. It's out in Not theaters. Not an easy watch. It's yeah, off I, of HBO Max. It's definitely intense. I mean, if now by the time this is out, it'll be off HBO Max. So yeah, yeah go see it in theaters. Yeah. It's worth it. It's worth it. Um, I wish I had yeah. seen it in theaters. So the next one is kind of a, I don't know. Sam Raimi's Black or Fat Bottom <laughs> Sam Girls. Sam Raimi's Black Bottom. Yeah. Sam um, Raimi's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Black Bottom. Yes. Uh, directed by George Wolfe. Also based by, on a play very clearly. Produced by Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. I think Denzel bought the rights to like five plays. Oh, um, yeah, his he did. Fences. Yeah. Um, so starring Viola Davis, Chadwick Boseman. Denzel's um, a man of the theater. But Denzel didn't put himself in this movie. Just fences. So basically, Which I think also has Viola. On August twenty eighth, twenty twenty, Chadwick Boseman died. Yes, of colon cancer. Yes, and this was during post production for Ma Rainey's Black yes. Bottom. Um, it's at ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, he already won the Golden Globe. Yes, he's favored for the Oscar. Yes, and in my opinion, he was the most brilliant performance. In the a film. tour de force. I thought he was fantastic. What a great fucking swan song of a performance. Yeah. Um. So I liked Chadwick and everything that he's done. Sure. Um. Did he play Hank Aaron or Willie Mays? Which one was it? I think it was Hank Aaron. Forty two. Um. No, Jackie Robin. Jackie Robinson. Sutton. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. Um. He was also uh, James Brown. But get on this, up. this to me. Mm-hmm. Was his best performance. Agreed. I mean, but he's been brilliant before. But yeah, this was... yeah, for sure. And so it just kind of reiterated to me the kind of talent that we lost mm-hmm. and the the variety of talent. But the crazy thing is, is I feel like you could see just him kind of wasting away in the movie. It definitely adds was, a layer. He was you're definitely watching. frail. Yeah. Um, but his performance was fucking strong, mm-hmm. right? And he was kind of a bit player throughout the movie. I wouldn't to Viola Davis's character. Who, I who, I think they're on equal footing in terms of who, star by power. the way, was Uh-oh. makeup like a boss. Yeah, she had grills in. <laughs> she had. She says the boobs are all hers, but the character designer insists that she had to put padding oh, that in them. Queen is is giving it an eleven every time. Oh, for sure. And she was brilliant, but mm-hmm. um, and then there's another actor in it. I don't know who it is, but I thought it was Idris Elba at first. He played one of the other studio musicians. Oh, really? Because I thought one of them was Keith David, and it wasn't, so I felt <laughs> bad too. <laughs> but um, so it, it's an interesting concept. Wasn't my favorite movie. Definitely my favorite performance. Sure. I think Lakeith was a close second, but sure. um, <clears throat> it's probably my least favorite of the three, and I feel bad saying that. I know I can agree with I you. I like on that, that it's a brisk hour and a half. More movies should yeah, be short. It's definitely short. <laughs> Viola Davis had enough funny moments. Um, I'm and, sure. And Chadwick Boseman was fantastic. Her motivation I really like because she's being a yeah. diva, but like she's also being a diva at this time and getting away with it. And yeah. Her reasoning is like and they're not going to treat they're not going to treat me with right respect. And, yeah. if, cause, but I have the skills to pay the bills, so yeah. they have to. Yeah, if you're not going to respect me, I'm going to find someone else that will. Fucking a. And there are plenty of people that will. Fucking a. Yeah, and then uh, the whole paying them in cash was a theme throughout, mm-hmm. and it was all because black people couldn't get bank accounts, right? 
and cashing a check was impossible. And, and um, I mean, Chadwick Boseman's character gets fired. <laughs> he does. You know, and... and then um, he... Can we spoil things? I guess we can spoil things. He murders someone <laughs> over shoes. Over but shoes. it's so much more than the shoes, Tony. Yeah. Talk about the shoes. There was a whole lot of twerking going on. Did you notice that? There's a lot of ass play. Let's Viola Davis like and the... Can I ask about one scene? Yeah. I could not fucking for the life of me tell what tone it was going for. When Viola Davis has her little sugar honey or whatever and like, is this supposed to be charming or creepy? Because she's got her arms all over her and I I, I didn't know what to do with that. Well, it wasn't a turn on. I mean, it was it was interesting for sure. And maybe I was supposed to be conflicted about it because she's reached this like peak of of popularity well, and I untouchability. Mean, and yeah, you kind of touched on it though. This is in a time when racial tensions are at an all time high. Sure. And you have this female performer who's clearly um, trying to make. To make it no, get I'm her just, break. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think of the way she clearly has experienced hardships growing up related to the racial tensions in the world. Right at that time. Right, and she's clearly dealt with it all, and she's come out of it and said, "Fuck it." Sure, you know, and and that's kind of the mentality. So, uh, Viola Davis was brilliant. Sure, not to undertone that performance. Absolutely, but Chadwick Boseman for me made the movie. Sure, what's ho- holding you back from from loving it? Other than it's a lot of starts and stops and a lot of monologues. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want to think of it in a one night in Miami kind of standpoint, sure. it's, it's all in one room. That's why I'm like, well, this is definitely a play. Yeah. But you get to go outside a little bit and look yeah. at like, oh, look at all this excellent production. I feel like you get more of that in one night in Miami. That's that's fair. Why Why is this your least favorite? I mean, just in terms of story and grappling with the themes that yeah. these movies go for about racial tensions, this one just... Other than Chadwick's monologue or two, where he's yelling at God and stuff, yeah, yeah. which is brilliant. and Every definitely. word that came out of his mouth. I mean, mm-hmm. for someone that clearly looks like he's very frail in the movie, mm-hmm. he's very, very thin. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking strong. Mm-hmm. It's like what I feel like um, James Earl Jones is going to be like on his deathbed. He may be dying, but he's going to fucking, he's still fucking Darth Vader, you know? Oh, he sounded elderly in Rogue One. <laughs> so, I, but yeah. So, but no, I liked it a lot. I just, I'm, I might have to think about it more just because I'm not sure what I'm supposed to get out of it. Especially I the tried, ending. I started Especially watching it again ending. and I couldn't rewatch it. Okay. Was it your least favorite of the three? Yeah. What's holding you back from liking it, I guess? Let's... I, just, I just told you. I mean, the fact that it was in one room and there was only two real characters developed throughout the movie and... Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was a good character piece. It was definitely two players. But that's a play. Sure. You know, a play that's, has... This one felt more, I guess, like a play to its detriment yeah. than One Night in Miami. Yeah. Because if you told me One Night in Miami wasn't a play and was just a really good character piece, and I'm like, all right, they probably could have done more than be in the one room, but I yeah. liked it. This one, I'm like, this is a play from yeah. the word go. <laughs> So of the three, Judas and the Black Messiah, mm-hmm. One Night in Miami, mm-hmm. definite watch if you can. I think Ma Rainey is worth watching just to see my man one more time. Yeah. It's worth it. 
I hope he wins. You know, I think he I will. think he'll win the SAG award. I don't know about not the to Oscars. be a cynical bastard, but in a Heath Ledger kind of way. If you die, you're pretty much guaranteed to fucking win, dude. I'm sorry. Oh my god, it's true. They're gonna feel like pricks if they don't. Well, but uh, here's the benefit of that: he was brilliant, and so was Heath. So was Heath. So we're fine. Yeah. So you know, it's it's like those posthumous awards are fantastic. But if you can pretty much bet on them, though. W- the question comes down: Would he have won it if he was alive? In this case, I think yes. I feel, I feel, I feel like he would. Yeah, definitely with Heath because that was a phenomenon. Oh my God, the Joker was fucking brilliant. Yeah, Un- sure. It's unfortunate because it's a, eventually what led to his death. Well, method acting is. You got to be safe with it, man. Yeah. Like, don't be Daniel Day Lewis just because he's brilliant and everything. You don't have to go that hard. Yeah, but like Daniel it's called Day- acting because you can step into someone else's shoes. Not so but Daniel Day Lewis before he turned sixty stepped away and and said, "Man, I've had enough." You know. Well, when you pretend to be Lincoln for a couple years of your life, yeah, you probably have yeah, had yeah, enough. That's true. <laughs> All right, so um, tell me about lands. Oh, land. So Robin Wright directed it. Yeah, the movie is under 90 minutes, and it feels like two and a half hours long. It's under 90 minutes? Under 90 minutes. Wow. Where'd you watch it? Uh, Keystone. Okay. Actually, funny story, because Keystone hasn't been open on Wednesdays, and we've been going to the new Living Room Theater, which we should go to soon, downtown. I went down there first, and I was getting there early, and they're like, no, sorry, we should have told you what theater. I'm like, yeah, you fucking should have told me. So I had to drive a whole other half hour back to Keystone. So. But land, and it wasn't worth it because it was land. So it's a very much an actor's directing a movie, and they're going to star in the movie, and they're going to show what fucking brilliant actors they are. So she got naked. She did get naked. Yeah. How did you know? Because that's what happens. Yes. I mean, Nomadland, right? Francis she didn't McCormick direct that, got naked. but that was totally a, oh, look at me. That I'm was such a, a brilliant actor, sure. and I'm yeah. going to disappear into this room. I don't yeah. know why I'm Donald Trump. Jodie Foster. <laughs> but, uh, well, for sure. Um, so it's about a woman's suffering with grief and depression that moves into a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Did You've she heard still this have plot the, before. Does she still have the Wonder Woman body? No, she's real frail and skinny because she? okay. she's about to die of hypothermia. Okay. Again, like Nomadland. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm not wearing any makeup and I'm going to bear it all she because I'm the brilliant. Up for Wonder Woman. She did. Yeah. Hope she didn't bulk up for two because she's brilliant. <laughs> she, she did, actually. That's a, that's a shame. Yeah. Do not cheat, Diana. I am not in the rest of the movie. I don't know why I'm Russian. <laughs> <laughs> why are you Russian all of a sudden? I, I was going with it. I, like I was it. listening but to that. But he was a weird freaking accent. I was I listening to the the, the couples episode, uh-huh. and I was trying to do the Inigo Montoya voice, and I fucking sounded French. I was like, what the we hell is We can't do accents Spanish or voices accent. worth shit, man. Yeah. We should just do that. We should just listen to <laughs> But yeah, Land is like... So is it an ego piece? It is. Yeah. And it's like you've heard, you've seen this movie before. It's like Wild with Reese Witherspoon, or okay. Into the Wild, or yeah. any movie like that. It was like, oh, I'm depressed, and I'm gonna work through my grief and depression by going out into the into Eat, nature. Pray, love with Julia Roberts. Yeah, well, not quite that. Yeah, but yeah, and it's all boring, slow shots of just nature and they're doing How many shots were there of ice melting into the stream? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> were there any, Here's like, a babbling brook. Oh, stop here's... motion plants growing or anything of yeah, that sort to show the that seasons shit. changing? Yeah. Yeah. You got the icicles dripping down. Yes. You got a close-up there. Shit and the like sound that. of the babbling brook yep, in the yep, background. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, and then oh, she... my God, I caught a trout on a makeshift hook. Well, basically, she has the best luck in the world where some hunters walking by when she's about to die of hypothermia, and he nurses her back to health, literally brings her back to life. Do you get it? 
mm-hmm. they develop a friendship, then he fucking dies, and then they finally talk about their past, and then the movie's over, and it sucked, and How I How did they it. talk about their past if he died? Well, right before... Well, he drops off his dog with her, and he hasn't been there in a while, because he would come to visit her. So oh, she, so he, like, tells her, I'm gonna die, here's well, my he dog. Well, he does it. He's like, can you watch this dog for me? It's gonna... I'm, I'm not gonna be back for a while. And then she goes back into civilization to find him, and they have one last goodbye, because he's dying of throat cancer. She's like, my son and husband were killed, and that's why oh, so we treated into Nomad the woods. Land, we find out why. It, it's very comparable to that, except she completely isolates herself from people. Hmm. I hated it, and it sucked, and it felt very film student-y and obvious. Can you think of anything that could have redeemed it? Well, like, how many times has this kind of plot been done? Over and over. I mean, I just told you half the movie. It's the the. I will will say this. I'm glad I was forced to see it on the big screen because at least the pretty cinematography looks nice. Like, if this had been on streaming and I was half watching it, I would have tuned the fuck out or turned it off. Well, and that's the thing about Nomadland, though. That that was kind of one of the redeeming characteristics for me was that they made a, a gravel pit look good. Yeah, and I mean, that's at least a culture you... Don't hear about enough. Whereas this story has been done over and over to and over. death. Yeah, no pun intended. So that's land. I didn't care for it. Don't waste your time. And I love, I love Jenna, but getting a little full of yourself, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you go out, you do two studio picks like Wonder Woman and Wonder sure. Woman. Sure. If you can get funding for it, and this is what you really want to make, go for it. But don't expect people Netflix to be entertained makes by you it. The lead for a season on some show that Kevin Spacey left, and then uh, she did direct a bunch for that, didn't she? Yeah, and then so you get a movie, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna make it a. Well, she does all the actor beats that you want to put on a demo reel, like I'm breaking down and crying. Gotcha. Oh, why? Oh, why did you take my children, Gad? Gotcha. Yeah. So don't so, waste your so time. So don't waste your time. Don't. Um, have you seen anything else? Oh shit! Uh, the little things. Yeah, Let's talk about, you the little about the things. little things. We both seen that. Yeah. So you actually caught it on HBO Max, or you guys uh-huh. saw it in theaters? I caught it on HBO Max. Okay, I missed it, and then my buddy's in SAG, and he wanted to watch it, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to theaters for it, so Ooh, I watch it." I have a friend in SAG. Did you catch that drop, Chris? SAG. <laughs> okay, Big. so so you saw the screener. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I don't get the point of screeners when most of the shit's on streaming right. anymore, but that's Over, a different discussion. Overall tone of the movie, Denzel Washington is well, like a I said, cop and I, who made a bad decision right, right, right. in a previous life. Right. Like I said, and I don't know if he was recording then, but when we were trying to do banter. It's like seven if it ends with blue <laughs> when balls. We were trying to do banter. Right. <laughs> God damn it, giving away our secrets. <laughs> yeah, it's seven that gives you blue balls. It was sure. like, oh, so we don't figure out who did it, and it was all about this thing, and mm-hmm. I don't care, and you wasted two and a half hours of my life. Yeah, but, but it was closure fine. for one of the characters. Which is one of the better twists of the there's movie. There's closure for the characters, but there's not closure, closure for the viewer. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so basically, Denzel Washington plays a cop who has experienced some hardship on the job. Um, and he's kind of losing it. Rami Malek plays a detective, and there's a case that Rami Malek is working on. And for some reason, similar I, to a case. Maybe you can explain this to me. Why mm-hmm. does he trust in Denzel so much? Because I'd be like, this motherfucker. Well, he doesn't nuts. initially. I know, but then he does, and yeah. I, I well, don't know. he has that conversation with the one person, um, the coroner. Rami Malek has the conversation with the, the lady. Coroner. Yeah. That saved his ass, spoiler. Yes. And and so um 
But then Jared Leto's the one that's getting all of the praise for this movie. You mentioned it. But it's another weird Jesus-y looking. I'm going to do a yeah. funny voice and play wearing a freak a, Wearing role. a nose prosthetic. He's wearing fucking contacts. I'm like, gait. this isn't a real person. Why'd yeah. you do all this shit? Yeah. Just fucking act. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he wasn't terrible. No, he's really good in it. I mean, Rami I haven't Malik hated is, him Rami Malek is an actor that I like. I like, I like him a lot. a lot. But he was absent for the first three quarters of the movie. Two so thirds. is Jared Leto. And then Two Denzel thirds. doesn't do much, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a rough first I third. haven't seen anything with Denzel in it recently that I thought he was a stand Again, in. Been, and he going used back, to be fantastic. Like, going back to Fences, I think. And that yeah. was like five years ago, yeah. so it's been a while. You're right. Yeah. Um... And it was a good movie. I mean, I didn't hate it. Seven that gives you blue balls is is a good way to Thank describe you. it. Thank you. Oh, uh, that's a viewer experience. Yes. If you put yourself into the immersion of the movie experience, sure. there's and I get what they're what they're trying to you know dissect in the themes and everything. It's yeah. like what can police work and die in you know going to the mind of a criminal in this dark world due to a person's yeah. brain and obsession and all that. But yeah. I'm like. Hire an editor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> this could have been yeah. shorter. <laughs> yeah, there were. It was definitely a little too long. Um, I think it's uh, you feel a little cheated because it drags you along. And I was mystery. a little disappointed with yeah how easily the shovel to the head. Yeah, it. that's like I don't know. That's like when in, in cheap TV show, if you need to get rid of a character, right? like one and done. But I'm like that probably wouldn't have killed. Yeah, you. I don't know. Spoiler. Um, Sorry. But but still, also, I mean, what fucking cop lets a psychopath drive him out to the middle of the desert? Someone who's desperate for a win. I get it. Yeah. But also, like, you seem like you you got a pretty good job. People yeah, like you. You got a good like, wife. I don't know why you're doing you're this. You're on a fucking stakeout. Why are you gonna get out of the car and walk to a gas station? I I mean, it's stupid. desperation's yeah. one thing, but I don't I don't quite if follow how you write, got to the this writing point. felt very weak in this movie. Yeah, I didn't. I guess that's just the thing. That's with a Remy. you. That's a I, you comment. That too, is, though. but I didn't <laughs> buy his motivation. I'm yeah. like, I don't know why you jumped to being. And I get it. He's like becoming yeah. Denzel, whether he wants to or not. But I don't get like that transition doesn't yeah. come across for me. Yeah, I, it wasn't my favorite. It Glad wasn't we terrible. didn't see it in theaters. It wasn't and it, terrible, which is a shame because three great performances. Me, the Bone Collector was probably my favorite Denzel uh, performance. That's a good one. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, Forgot about that. So it, I kind of felt like it had similar tones to mm-hmm. it. There were some comparisons to Kiss the Girls. Um, oh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. yeah okay. Carrie Elwes. Okay. Yeah. I, I can see that. Uh, Ashley Judd, I think. No, yeah. Ash, you're um, right. I didn't, I didn't see those comparisons. Um, he almost felt like he played the character from Bone Collector, but he could walk. <laughs> Correct. Um, um, <laughs> so and He likes to play flashlights a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Um. So, but it was a good movie. I mean, if you it's can, fine. if you can, if you can find if a way I to watch it. If I saw it on TNT while I was working or something, I've been like, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, but I'm Paying I'm also in theaters, slightly though? obsessed with kind of serial killer stuff. So it's you don't find out who the fucking serial killer is. <laughs> spoilers. <I'm> spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> not according to Rami. Rami does. Rami he finds, he finds a barrette out. and he's like, oh, I'm not a terrible person, but you didn't like follow procedure yeah. either. So yeah. okay. But um. Yeah, I mean, watch it. Watch it. Can I tell you, and this is like kind of a passenger's exercise where I can think of a more interesting version like of this passengers movie. passengers with Chris Pratt and Yeah, where you're like, Lawrence? the way they went like about that movie is totally wrong, but sure. I think I can figure... It was I, like real-life Wally. I could see a better version of that movie in my head, and same with this. If the first half hour was the end of the movie where they're 
obsessed with finding the serial killer and the yeah. rest of it is about covering it up, I f- think that would have been more interesting than just being like, oh, last 10 minutes and he covered it up and he got away with it at the end. Yeah. And then so you have the, the intensity of almost getting caught and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That would have been way more interesting. Passengers, I feel like if you didn't see that Chris Pratt woke her up and yeah. it was just she woke up and he was also there and then, and then you, you didn't find, find out, out later that it's that, a twist and yeah, you're like, oh, that shit. Would, that makes sense. Structure your screenplays, dude. Structure your fucking screenplays. I've never, I've never, (laughs) you just, like, I kind of want to download Passengers and make that edit. (laughs) You would have made a much better movie. Right, yeah. You would have made a much better movie just by doing that. Michael. Passengers, how it should have been. What's the bartender's name? He's really good. He's also in Twilight. Oh, yeah. Not Michael Sheen. No, Doctor Who and. Michael something. Yeah. I like him a lot. Anyways, he's really good in that. But Passengers yeah. fucking sucks. <laughs> yes. What else have you seen? Um, I've been watching a lot of... Um, I watched a lot of Hellstrom on Hulu. What is that? Hellstrom. Haven't heard of it. It's a, it's a Marvel graphic novel. Really? It's about a brother and sister that um, have kind of an occult... I remember... Relation. Marketing coming out for that. And then yeah. it, I don't... So their father was a serial killer, and their mother is um, their mother is uh, possessed. Their mother's possessed. What the fuck is this show? Yeah, and um, it's pretty good. It's on Hulu. It's called Hellstrom. Their mother's consistently possessed. Yeah, and she can never become unpossessed. Yeah. So, but it's like she's possessed because she was married to a serial killer. Cool. Yeah, and then the serial killer was also because he was possessed. It it's just, but it's like cool. Chucky, <laughs> <laughs> only not starring Mac- Mark Hamill. Um, yeah, so no, that's, there's no possession in that one. Yeah, so I've been watching a lot of that stuff. He's just um, a robot. I started watching um, Boss Level. Boss Baby? No, Boss Level. No, I know that's the Groundhog it's Day Frank one. Frank Grillo and Mel Gibson. It's and it was Groundhog. bad. Yeah, it's I'm five minutes in and it's like I don't know. How many Groundhog questions. Day ripoffs can we name? No, three. Palm Springs. Edge of Tomorrow. Um, Edge of Tomorrow. Um, Map Map of Tiny, Tiny Little, little Perfect yep, Things. Yep, yep. Just and one. now Boss Level. How about that? Yeah. Um, Netflix is supposed to be releasing a new movie every week. So what I'm the gonna, fuck? I'm gonna try all and, year. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know, but I'm gonna try Aren't and get bankrupt? caught up on some of their stuff. No, not that I heard of. Maybe that's Hulu. I don't know. No, Disney owns Hulu, so yeah. it's impossible. And then I, I binged WandaVision, which we, we're going to talk about at a later but date. But did you like it overall? No. Then we will talk about this. Um, I, I thought, liked it till I, I didn't. It, it felt like a four-hour hand job <laughs> without, more blue balls? without completion. At the yeah, end. more blue balls. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Because yeah. every theory that was way more interesting, they went with the most obvious one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, or even were, the most lazy one. There with were Evan a lot Peters. of Easter eggs, right? So sure. that's that's cool. I didn't hate it. Were, like, I think I, I'm really looking forward to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sure, sure. Watching it weekly made the mystery aspect and the like the appointment television aspect yeah. way more interesting. But then when you get to the actual payoff, it's like oh. Yeah, but they're like I mean we talked Every about Every obvious earlier. answer there was you could have There was that one scene with the vision and the white vision that for me was kind of that was the one redeeming piece of the finale. I I agree with yeah. that. And but, but they also, did to my boy. It Evan. also set up Vision coming back. And Doctor Strange True Doctor Strange Two directed yeah. by my boy. Yeah. Which I'm way more excited about. Yeah. But the very last scene was pretty cool. Agreed. With uh, we'll talk more her on the front porch and then 
going full Doctor Strange. Yeah. Even more powerful than yeah. Doctor Strange. I'm sure. very excited for that. Yeah. So I'm with you. Yeah, but that's pretty much where I've been. Um Catching up on some TV shows, that's really pretty much it. Gotcha. This Hellstrom stuff sounds fucking cool. The Hellstrom thing is pretty cool. That sounds like yeah. it. Right down my alley. Yeah. You should check it out. Do you have Hulu? You have Hulu, right? Yeah, I got Hulu. Yeah. Um, the new season of The Hands- Handmaid's Tale. Is that out? Is coming out. Did you watch that show? So I don't I think we've ever talked about it. on the last season. I've watched most of it. Okay. I don't hate it. I love um, her. Yeah, she's fantastic. Everything. Yeah. Even if she's a crazy scientist. She's a weird, crazy she's Scientologist, fantastic. but Mad Men is Bay. Yeah. Peggy. Yeah. She'll always be Peggy. And she's fantastic in this show. And Invisible Men. Um, and everything. But so she basically, she left The Handmaids, and in this new season, she's back as a handmaid. Where did she go? But she's like infiltrated them, and it's, yeah. Where did she come from? Where did she go? But, uh, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Why'd she leave and come back? Is she an informant now? I, she's infiltrating them. I don't. I don't know. I need. Maybe to that's what she's gonna season. do with the Scientologists in real life. Jesus Christ! I just want to give her the benefit of the right. doubt because she's great. Yes, her and Tom Cruise are gonna take them down. I so. would fucking watch that movie. Her and Tom Cruise taking down the take down Scientology <laughs> and there's like actual aliens. It'd be fucking yeah. cool. Starring Leo John Travolta Remini. in full Battlefield Leo Earth makeup. Remini, John Travolta, Tom Cruise. It'd be great. That'd be hilarious. We need to pitch this. Um, John Travolta apparently has fully embraced the fact that he's bald. <laughs> But not the fact that he killed his wife. His daughter's on... T- oh, good lord. Wow. Scientologists don't believe in cancer treatments, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it is his fault, then. It is. Tis. I don't care if anyone comes after us. It's his fucking fault. Yeah. <laughs> for being yeah. a weird Scientologist. Yeah. So, anyways... Yeah. I believe in religious tolerance, except for the Scientologists, because I mean, fuck those to people. That's not a religion. That's a cult. So, uh, next True. week, next week, yes. Monday, we yes. are going to do a deep dive into the DC Extended Universe. Yep, they're up to nine movies, yeah. and then they got the Snyder Cut coming out, and it's been a lot... There's some ones we really like yeah. in there, but there's been a lot of course correction, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see the course correction. I read a little statement from Zack Snyder today where he said that the whole point of Justice League originally was to revive around Cyclops' story. And the cyborg. Devast- cyborg, thank you. And the devastation of <laughs> He's losing his ability to play sports, cut. losing his ability right. to Which is all in the trailer. be a man. Right. Right? Um, and then the other thing is, apparently the Joker arc is fucking brilliant. Which I had no idea who's going to be in this. Yeah. So I'd um, like to see Leto's Joker done right. Because I, I think it's in there. I think you could do it. Yeah. I'm trying to decide if I want to watch the black and white version before I watch the color version. We watch after. it together e- either way. Yeah. I don't know. You tell me, Mr. Oh, wait to watch WandaVision. Yeah, but this is all coming out at once. That's true. And you don't have a girlfriend that That's wants to watch it with you. Does she watch it with you? Yeah, she would totally watch it with me. I'm sorry. Why? Does Jane? Would Jay not? Jay watch, wanted to watch WandaVision, and that's why I finally broke. Also, the Evan Peters thing was ruined for me, so I'm like, fine. Because I, I love watch the fact that his name was Ralph Boner. No, I hate it. I hate that all that build up and fuck and like tease, and he's just a boner joke. <laughs> yeah, you did post that on Facebook today. So I like I like his Quicksilver, and I'd like him to stick around. Definitely more personality for sure, and, and and he did get to play that character again, kinda, because it's yeah. that personality of Quicksilver, yeah. not the and one of the Aaron twins Taylor had one, kind of his right, yeah. So it was one. I got one more out of him, so yeah. that was nice. But hate it so where it went. It'll be interesting to see, but we'll have some conversations about the DC Extended Universe. Sure. 
Um, then we'll, we'll do a Marvel about, deep dive after that, yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. And um, and then we'll talk about the future of Marvel and the DC Extended sure. Universe, too. I'd like that. Awesome. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks for coming. Yeah. All over the place. <laughs> Chris, thanks Never, for listening. Yeah, you know. Have you Audience embraced that you're bald? Audience of one. Yeah, it's been half, over Have half my life. Have you embraced that you're bald? Ooh, there's my Professor X, Chris Nealis. I would watch that. <laughs> I'm not really bald. I'm just really in the hair pulling. Gotcha. Sure. Well, shit. sure. Sure, 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 sure. On that note, this has been Popcorn Tribunal. <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Popcorn Insta? Tribunal. How about that? Yeah. Um, and then our YouTube channel, we will be... Creating and editing and uploading some more popcorn minis coming well, soon. Tyler had, had a laptop crash, so we lost all those are gone. Four Sorry. episodes, and then we've had to like today's Thursday, which is when we normally yeah. do it, and now we're doing this. So it's just yeah. things have been pushed back. I think we'll we're gonna there. we're gonna start with Twilight, right? We're, we're gonna we gotta. Them. I think we get the ladies and we do Twilight over, and we do all five of them. I agree. Cool, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Have a good night. Oh, hey, Chris. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about your coffee business. How's that oh. going for you? How about that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> talk. Talk quick. Tell us about your freshest roast. Uh, edit. I don't have any at the moment. So. <laughs> edit. Why? Oh my God, Colombian Supremo! I'm so excited. I've been taking a break for the last month. Gotcha. I'm getting ready to dive in. Full I would like to spring, see the baby. So. so keep an eye out at cicroasters.com. Well, that was an edit. <laughs> keep an eye at cicroasters.com for some new spring roasts that he'll have coming out shortly. Mm-hmm. And um, if you use the code Popcorn Tribunal, he will appreciate the fact that you heard it in this episode. In and if you find a golden you. ticket in one of the coffees, how'd that get in there? <laughs> Yes. We'll come to your house and make coffee for you. All right, fine. You can edit out the CIC Roasters plug. I was just trying to help. Jesus. <laughs> I got a golden ticket. Hey, congratulations on your stimulus check. When is it coming? You tell me. I don't know. I don't work for those people. Hmm. We'll make sure you have a plan B. <laughs> is that how you're going to end every episode? Every single like episode. Like a jackass. Like a jackass. <laughs> Which is why we have a horsey sound. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Ah, I'm clever. Wow. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh yeah, we're going to go see two movies this weekend. Double feature Sunday. Uh, we're Tacos Chaos and Walking Dragons. And, and I'm Tom Holland, and I'm Ray Skywalker. And then I think I I'm also going to try and watch Cherry on... What is that on? Apple TV. Plus. Oh, I can't watch it. Or I don't want to. Either way. It's got Tom Holland and, and some girl who looks like she's 12, but apparently she's not... Tom, so Tom Holland. So Tom plays, Holland. Whoa! He, he plays a soldier that goes out. Jesus Christ, that was fucking loud. Sorry. He goes to I, Afghanistan, comes I back with PTSD, and then becomes addicted to drugs. I haven't seen that story before. Um, but it's written Toby by Toby Maguire. Did it better. Written Another direct, thing, Toby Maguire's done better. Written in direct, oh, motherfucker! <laughs> you have an obsession. Written and directed by the Russos, who yuck, yuck, do yuck. all the Spider-Man stuff. What was so. the Toby Maguire one where he, the same thing happens and Jake Gyllenhaal's in it? Was it Brothers? I don't know. Rounders? <laughs> sure. I don't know. Meatballs too. I Meatballs don't know too. <laughs> Peter Dempsey? Oh, Patrick Dempsey? Wearing a salmon suit. Yes. I have to pee. I, I have to pee too. Just go, man. There's a bedpan under there. I won't okay, look. I'm done. I won't I'm look. Good. I've seen it. You have not seen my penis. Just now. No. In the bedpan. No. It's okay.
Have a good night. Nothing like a little winky watch in between frames. Say goodbye. Say goodbye, Tyler. Goodbye, Tyler. Goodbye, Tyler. Goodbye. Goodbye. Winky watch. 2020 winky watch. 2020. Winky gate. 2021. Can we make sweatshirts with that on it? Merch coming soon. Winky watch. Winky gate. 2021. Jesus Christ. Bye. Play the theme music or don't. I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. Bye.